Yo, fellas. We're back with another banger. This time, it might even be with the fake god. I don't know what that means, guys. Do you? Do you? That's for Manny to say. I'm not saying anything. You know what it is, fellas. It's the All Day Every Day Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. Oh, my goodness. Guys, we finished a banger last week with Bo Wagner, and we're coming back with something more spicy this week. As always, powered by Dimers. Manny, I'm going to let you take it over from here. But we are so, so excited to have this gentleman that is so big on TikTok on the show today. Yes, sir. So we're coming on. Well, actually, first of all, smash that like button for us. Leave a comment. Hit the notification bell. Keep up with all the content we're dropping. But now with the guest. You could say we are on a heater with these guests. Just came off of having Bo last week. Now That's we have right. One. We covered this the story as well. This guy we're bringing on is on a heater his, his, himself. Founder of Book of Sports. The fade got himself coming off of a five leg plus a thousand parlay winner, I believe, last night and fresh off a surgical stream. Welcome in Book It with Trent, boys. Let's fucking Book it with Trent. <laughs> what is up, baby? Look Give at you. Give me a sprinkle. Give me Yo, a fucking up, sprinkle. Can I get I one? Need, of I, need, I, need, I need one sprinkle Can to kick me off. <laughs> What's How up, dude? Doing? Good to see you, man. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So um, I do want to say this. I did email Nick and I was telling him that you've done so many of these. I saw you were with Yahoo Sports, um, and they asked you like those questions like, do people really like your bets? Do people really follow your bets? So we want to keep this as you know different as possible for you because you've done so many of these. So <laughs> I'll you know I don't want to really dig into like why you know people are with you or something, um, but I want to start with you know where do you think these followers come from? You know you're just over 300k on tiktok Whew. and counting i mean i i was on your account last week and it was at like 286 flying on tiktok um your twitter is just over 58k if i'm not uh wrong on that sense where do you think these followers come from yeah i think it's i mean really the boom i would definitely have to say goes from comes from tiktok of course but i think it's just it's not the pics trust me it's really <laughs> just the the relatable content i put out every day that that everyone can relate to uh, when betting on sports, you know, whether it's some fluke shit, some, you know, underdog coming out of nowhere and stealing all your coins, whatever it might be. Uh, there's just content that I strongly believe that people are just related to every single day. So that's where I think the, the big falling comes from. Uh, and I think that just people resonate with it really well. Big facts. Cause you're a relatable guy. And like, I feel like the gambling community is kind of saturated with everyone who's trying to be like the best. Like I'm trying to sell my VIP or I'm up X amount of units and there's not really anybody in the space that's kind of like, nah, I'm just a regular dude. Like, I win some. I'll hit my five, like, plus a thousand probably like you did. I'll get surgical, and then I'll lose. Like, fuck it. I'll get matter. surgical. But a guy like you, like, you don't just pop out of nowhere. Maybe you did. I just want to know the story. There has to be some kind of team working with you. Is it, like, your boys, childhood friends you grew up with? Or do you, was it just Trent getting out the mud, doing all the TikTok content, doing all the streams? Or who do you have working with you? How did you get this all to become actual, actually possible? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know if you know the like origin story, but there was a, <clears throat> I'm the founder and was the CEO of a mobile app that I created called Book It Sports. And I assembled a team around me to help, you know, grow the business and uh, scale it. And then, you know, I, I felt as if I got to a point with the app that I took us as far as I could in regards to being the CEO. And I wanted to bring on someone else who was just more qualified for the role who can help scale the business and you know, grow the community, which would allow me to be myself and the content creator that I, I knew I always could be. That's what I went to school for. Uh, that's just what I love doing passionately is just creating content, watching sports, doing it. 
Uh, so I stepped down as CEO, still have this team around me uh, with the Book of Sports app. And but the minute I stepped down as CEO, it really changed everything because that's when, you know, Book It With Trent officially became a thing. I made my own social accounts and just started being myself and just interacting with sports betters of all types. Uh, and, you know, just kept working and kept being uh, accepted by the community of sports betting and just making relatable content. And so now taking the content and the app and integrating them both uh, to make, you know, just one massive sports betting community is the goal. But I, I've got two co-founders here in Vegas with me that live with me that, you know, work with me 24 seven. Um, and, you, you know, it's, it's content in the business and trying to scale both right now. So it's, a grind but it's a lot of fun so it's obvious like you're a smart fucking dude and it, and you say that you went to school for content creation i want to know where you went to school and what you actually studied but coming off that as well it's obvious that you had to be probably working some kind of good job before this or whatever you were doing before. was there like a kind of burn the ships moment where you're like fuck it i'm gonna make be the content creator like were you making someone else's content were you working for a company what's kind of the story behind that and then where'd you go to school as well yeah, so I went to TCU, Texas Christian Okay, University. okay. Yeah, uh, graduated there in 2020. Uh, go Horn Frogs. The fucking Horn Frogs. And that's where I came up with the idea for the Book It Sports app. I was a junior going into my senior year, and sports betting had just became legal. And I was like, uh, all my peers and my fraternity brothers around me, they all gamble heavily on sports every day. Of course, it was illegal at the time, especially in Texas. But uh, I was like, if this industry ever becomes legal, it's going to change everything for the way we watch sports uh, and the sports you know, media industry in general. And I told myself, if it does become legal, like there's a huge opportunity to like just change the way that people do something in the space because the industry is very archaic. It's very intimidating. And not a lot of people understand any of the jargon or slang that's used every day. Uh, and I felt as if it, it were made easier for people to understand and consume, a lot more people would do it. And so my friends who gamble on sports all the time, I just watch their tendencies. What do they do before they place a bet? What type of content are they consuming? What platforms are they going to? Uh, and I just saw a very inconvenient process, jumping through hoops and hurdles to consume information, analysis, and content you need to make a bet. And I was like, why is there not a platform that allows you uh, to have everything centralized? You know, see what everyone's saying, see what the sharps are saying, your friends are saying, the lines, the scores, the odds, the line movement, whatever. I just want it all in one place. In fact, one of my friends had a large wager on the Toronto Raptors to beat the Charlotte Hornets in 2019. And uh, they lost. The Raptors lost on a full court shot at the buzzer. Oh, Jeremy, friend, what's Jeremy Lamb? Jeremy Lamb. Oh, yeah, my yeah. fucking God. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the play. That's the play that is the reason I'm here today because – he had a hilarious reaction. First thing I did was whip out my phone and film it, of course. And I knew it would go viral because I knew there was a bunch of people who probably lost money on that as well. Uh, but I didn't know where I could post it. And so I was, my friend was like, you know, I made a separate Twitter and Instagram account just to post and follow sports betting related stuff. And I was like, you made a separate account just for that? Like, how is there not a platform that caters to this rapidly growing community. Uh, and so that was literally when I came up with the idea for a social media platform just for sports betters. And then I threw the name Book It out there and haven't changed it since. So that's the origin story. That's insane. I mean, it sounds like you just went through so many different obstacles to like figure out how to get it right. Um, so let's kind of cycle back here to 
TikTok. So right, so you've done a lot of content on TikTok. We've seen your your streams on Twitch and you're streaming TikTok at the same time. Those surgical streams that you probably like just got done one, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, was there like one moment because you know how TikTok is? It's a very I personally think it's a very underrated and overlooked app because you can make a living on this app, but it also is a very tough app. I would say personally, you know, the hardest thing to do is is to go viral once. And then the second hardest thing is to be able to file that up, right? Because you see a lot of accounts that, you know, they get maybe uh, a quarter million, half million uh, views, but then their next videos are right back to like a thousand or 2000 mm -hmm. or 500, whatever it is. So I think that's the hardest part. So for you, when you started the TikTok, because obviously that's like the main platform with three, over 300,000 on there. Um, was there like one specific video that just took you off and you were like, I can do this? Or did you just have so many different ideas that you just started? You know what? Um, you know, all those ones where you do, you know, you do this and then <laughs> it's the, you have this, all those crazy songs and then, you know, the, the like, you know, I'm hammering, bang, I'm hammering down, you know? So was it like following those trends or did you just have one that was like, this popped off and it was like, oh, I can actually do this if I sit down and grind this out. I'd say it's a, a combination of, of a bunch of the things you just said. Uh, I would say the like, okay, so it was 2019 going into 2020 when I first started on TikTok, uh, started just consuming on TikTok. I wasn't even posting, but I was just like this app, you know, it's really addicting. There's so many funny, hilarious things on here. So many trends. And it was still in the early stages of all like the dancing. It was primarily like <laughs> yeah. dancing videos. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, 2020 comes around, COVID hits, and I just saw sports creators on there. And so, and I was like, uh, I'm not going to be no TikTok creator, but like, I'll give it a shot, you know, anything to grow the brand. And it wasn't any particular video that took off. It was just me posting content and seeing it, you know, get more and more views every time I would post something. So get a hundred views and then 500 views and a thousand. And I was just like kind of addicted to that. And I was like, Oh, I, you know, I got to do better on the next one, the next one, the next one. And so I just kept coming up with dumb shit uh, or like random trends, just like following trends. But then I started, you know, getting 20, 30,000 on, on the book it account and started uh, growing that before book it with Trent was even a thing. I have like 60,000 followers on the book of sports account on TikTok, and that's where it started. Mm. Um, but then again, I stepped down as a CEO and, and I learned that TikTok definitely uh, helps out individuals rather than brands. Right. So that was when I was like, okay, Trent needs his own TikTok. So I stepped down, made my own TikTok. And that statement could not be more true because like, holy shit, I blew up in like four months. Uh, and I was basically making the same content on the book it account, but was not getting the same love. But the point where I feel as if I started getting on the map was uh, during the World Series when I was like, OG fade God, uh, <laughs> losing every bet, like literally every single bet in the World Series. I lost no run first inning. There was always a fucking run the first yeah, inning. Every single game. I remember like, seeing those TikToks. Those nerfies were always just the L's. Bro. Dude, I know, but they're so fun. Everyone loves them. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, oh, even before that, the, where I originally was put on the map, this goes back to my book at TikTok account, was when I was nerfy Jesus. I hit 15 nerfies in a row. And this oh. was like before anyone <laughs> knew who I was, except for some of the OGs. Uh, and that's where my book at TikTok started taking off. 
And then just shortly after I made my own and then I just got ice fucking cold. It was crazy. Um, I literally made the TikTok account in like what August of 2021. So it's only been not even six months, uh, since I made that. So it's still young, still fresh, but, uh, but it's been awesome to see the growth. So you recommend like a personal account over the business 100%, account? 100%. Because, yeah. Okay. I mean, need, like, don't make a, don't make a TikTok for this podcast, make one for you and make one for you. Like that's the recipe right there. Obviously there's a lot more to the recipe, but you got to have individual accounts. Like I've learned that. So I had, I had a po- TikTok for my own podcast and like I deleted that one cause it wasn't doing shit. So, uh, you got to stick to the, the individual like creators on TikTok. They just, the algorithm just accepts it way more, you know, cause why would someone want to see, you know, a TikTok from DraftKings when they can see one from Joe Schmo. Right, Joe right. Schmo is probably going to tell you a fact or two where DraftKings is probably trying to shove something in your face and get you to buy something, you know? Right. Well, you show a lot of those on on TikTok as well too. Like, you know, I like those Christmas ones a lot too. It was like, you know, and, <laughs> yeah, and you're so good at the the Zoom, right? You fit the the scenario or like whatever scene you're trying to portray. That Zoom fits all the time. So it's like, you know, some for ho- for the holiday would be like, you know, honey, uh, are we gonna are we gonna have enough to get the kids gifts? And you're like, <laughs> I don't have the money. And then it's like, what are we gonna do about it then? And you're just like. Bang, yes, hammer them like Rand's money line or something like that. So I, I think I can confidently say though, um, and I think you'll like to hear this too, but I think I can confidently say I didn't really start seeing betting type content on TikTok until after you. And like a long time after you though. Like I've seen yeah. a lot of these like lower tier accounts that maybe they have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50K maybe. Um, but that was after you. I mean, I didn't even think, and you said it at the beginning. I didn't even think that there was a, a like a platform or like a space for that on this app. And then we start seeing your type content. And then some people are like, all right, let me start holding these sure mics, getting the right quality. And I'll say this, this, and this in a parlay, six seconds, bang. You know, you know how the algorithm works. Watch time. So yep. we'll make, make, I'll do a parlay, Steelers, Rams, whatever, bang, you know, send it out. But I really feel yep. like you portrayed what you're taking, but then you put the fun part of it in in those scenes and was that like your kind of goal with that or was it like you know let me just try something else to make more videos because again with the algorithm the more you post the bigger chances you have to send something out viral no absolutely um i really just like this industry is very boring and very dull and dry and you know everyone's crunching numbers every day talking about line movement and, (laughs) and i just got so bored and tired of it and i just like no there's no one in the space that's like fun to be with or hang around you know and like i saw an opportunity to kind of be like that mascot for the public i'm the biggest square better you know of all time like i got duke money line today you know that shit's gonna fucking lose uh, but, I, I, I was looking at to put them in my parlay because I, I like to fade fuller state in the spot but keep going i need them to win bro i need them to win. <laughs> I cannot have them sell the bag, but like the games like that are what sells the fucking bag. Yeah. Uh, but what was I saying? I was saying something. It's just like, about- oh yeah. Being like the fun guy in the space. Right. It's such a dull industry. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is, has been in this industry for so long. Like I said, it's very archaic and very art- intimidating. And like dudes like us are not going to watch 90% of the content that's been put out in no this shot. industry every day. Cause it's so boring. Like, and that's why I do the surgical streams. Cause like, we got smart dudes. We got, you know, dumb dudes. We got all different types of sports betters 
that are fun, interactive, engaging. It just makes it way more fun rather than listening to a dude in a suit and a tie, you know, talk about the line movement in Pittsburgh. It's like, who the fuck right. cares? You know, like we're the locks. Right. Like, right. and so the reason behind the skits and all that is like, you know, I, you can watch any video on sports betting, TikTok, and some dude will read his parlay. Right. But no one's like turning the fun side of it, like making things into jokes, mm. you know, stuff like that. And so I saw an opportunity and I kind of just run with it every day. Yeah. No, I mean, 100%. I first kind of saw you, I think it was a little bit, it was probably the NBA playoffs of last year is when you started popping up for the first time. And then the NBA finals, you know, you would take like, if it, even if it was Bucks my line or Suns my line, and then it would lose. And like, these people would be so fucking toxic in the comments, <laughs> like all the time. And then you would get one win and nobody would say a damn thing. Oh, they would but say then shit. they just wait. So like, how would, how were you dealing with like, taking on the, like the fade God name when it first started? Like, was that demoralizing? Like, did you have to look back and be like, damn, like this fucking sucks. Like everyone Dude, is first, on me. Yeah, at first, not going to lie, it kind of was, like, pissing me off yeah. because, like, obviously I'm putting out plays to win not only myself money but, like, other people money. Right. And, like, you think it's you think I'm purposely trying to put out losers for you guys? Like, <laughs> fuck, no, I'm not. It's, like, stop ripping me. Uh, but it got to a point where it was so bad where I was like, okay, I just got to, like, turn it into a positive. I got to, like, turn this into something because – I have really thick skin, so, like, any of those comments, like, I could give two shits. But it did get in my head a little bit at first just because, like, I was working hard, like, actually, like, making good content plus trying to give out winners. And, like, I do all this shit for what? For nothing, right? Mm -hmm. I spend, like, a fucking two hours making this hype montage, taking the Falcons on Thursday Night Football, and they (laughs) score fucking zero points. (laughs) What am I supposed to do, you know? Well, little do they know their comments of them shitting on you is the engagement for the algorithm where it's sending it out (laughs) to more for you pages. So, you know, we had a couple of clips of, of me, you know, I was yelling at Kenny Pickett for opting out, you know, and that was like our first one that we, you know, we just hit like over 200 K on that one, which was huge for us. And um, all these comments are like freaking like L take L take, you know, you saw Matt (laughs) Coral, you saw Matt. I'm like, I wish I could just pin a comment where it's like, you're the 900th person to say like, look at Matt Coral. But I'm like, not pissed about it because you are you're sending it to other people's accounts by you shitting on me. So then like yep. I was in the same thing like like you said. I'm like these people are. I was a, I, I made another one of uh, Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert after he had those big two weeks in week 16 and 17. People are like Herbert all day, and I'm like you know I was the same thing like you said. It did piss me off for a little while because I'm like but again not everyone's gonna like you on this stupid app. They're all a bunch of trolls. And wait, you say you took Herbert over? over I know Burrow? Burrow over Herbert. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll send you the fucking TikTok, dude. You should read the comments. Everyone's saying I'm an idiot and a moron. And I'm like, all right, well, what did he just do last week? Like, oh, team game. Um, but let's bring this over to the to the surgical stream. So you had one yesterday. We saw that plus 1,000. Uh, banger. There you go. I will say the one that you did, was it for Sunday's game? I mean, I have to grow you a little bit. What the fuck were you thinking taking the Cowboys? I mean, <laughs> that money line, yeah. like, people were like, upset alert, upset alert. That was not an upset at all. At all. 49ers just the had Cowboys to play D. Cowboys are fucking frauds. <laughs> That's yeah, I literally, I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe that this team's going to fucking sell again. And they did, dude. Yeah, and like that was that was the last leg of that, too, for that to hit. And I so so when you when you started thinking of these surgical streams, was the idea 
to just do more content, you know, keep getting your name out there, keep having people see that? Or was it like, I just want to engage with these guys? Yeah. Well, I mean, it all started, of course, when my TikTok following started to grow immensely. And I started uh, taking advantage of the live stream feature on that app. And I was just live streaming, live sweating out my bets all the time on there, like literally spending hours on there, just interacting with my followers and just sweating it out late night, whatever game I've got money on. Um, and it got to it. Someone was like, oh, bring me up, bring me up. I, I'll have something to say, like or like I have a pick to give you. And so like, I brought someone up and then other people were like, wait, wait, bring me up. I have another pick. I have another pick. And this was like one random night I was sweating out a game. And I was like, wait, this is kind of cool. Like, I'm just like pulling people into my streams. I can kick them out whenever, but they can sell me a play and other people can vote on it too. Uh, and so then that's kind of when the surgical stream officially started. We were doing it on TikTok only. Uh, and it was just not, the, the TikTok's live stream feature is just not suited for what we are trying to do with the surgical stream. It was good for the first two months, uh, but so many people were watching it and so many people were wanting to get pulled up uh and then it just started would always glitch out whenever i'd bring someone up and so we're like hey we need to like take this to twitch or something a much more uh a much better experience for the consumer uh instead of just using tiktok's live stream because you know people are at work on their computers like they need to be able to watch it there uh, and a bunch of other factors which is what led us to move to twitch so i still do it on tiktok but that's not the primary focus because that's not where i'm pulling people in and out but right. Um, it was just kind of a thing for fun at first, uh, just, you know, a way to interact with our community in a different way. Uh, but then it became something like actually really serious with the surgical streams now on Twitch and, you know, people rely on these streams every single day for their sports bets. And there's been characters that have come out of nowhere who now have a pretty decent following on Twitter, uh, from these surgical streams. And they've just built that trust, uh, over time with, uh, winning picks, of course, uh, but just transparency too. And that's a lot, that's something that this industry just lacks tremendously is transparency in uh, experts, I guess, right? Uh, people claiming they're the best, they've got VIPs, thousand dollars a month, whatever. Uh, and then they never talk about their losses, right? But like this community that we've built with Book It, there's no hiding anything. Like everyone knows what you took yesterday or, you know, uh, what your record is. Every single pick is tracked. There's a Twitter account called the surgical streams. We don't even know the guys who run it, but they keep track of every single pick that's given out on the stream. And they make these like graph charts that show like profit over long term. Dude, it's crazy. Oh like, my God. All the stats, every single pick that's ever been given out in the stream, it's tracked on this Google sheet by dudes that we don't even really know. So it's pretty crazy. Uh, to see just how insane this community has grown uh, from multiple different ways. It's insane. So would you say all of these people are people that are coming from like inside the stream? Because some of the times it seems like you have like prepared guests or you have people that you know are going to come on. Where are you also getting those people? Has that just from been like the community that you've built, the followers that you've that you've built as well? Or is that just, you know, I got to do like my beginning stuff that we have to do, like where it's like, we got to go find the bigger name guys and reach out to them. Was it kind of like that? Or you just, you know, they literally you? this week, we just started reaching out to like bigger name people to bring them on the stream. Cause 
because the stream has like every day three like 2500 live viewers uh consistently and then like 36k like post stream viewers uh and so it's really growing and like people are really taking notice and what it is and so now we're like okay now we need to actually bring on some like credible people that like other people will respect to have in there uh so we just started reaching out to like some of the influencers in the space and like popular names and other brands and stuff but uh but no every single person that's on the stream that you see every day has come out of the woodworks we have no idea uh we had no prior relationship with them but every night i post a link uh to submit your plays and then we pick some of the best ones uh, and you got to give a whole explanation on like why this is your best play how much money you got on it will you be able to present it on the stream and so that's a form that everyone has to fill out uh but there's probably like maybe 10 ogs that are the hottest on the stream that i bring on every day just to hear where their coins are at uh, and then we we throw my parlay which is just like my favorite picks of the day and then we do the auto tail parlay which is we take the hottest dudes with the best records you know within the recent window of time uh and we just blindly tail whatever their best pick of the day is and put it in there uh and we're bound to at least hit one of those either my lay or the auto tail lay idea uh yeah that's so sick no i commend the route you take because you like something based off you said earlier like everyone in the space wants to be like the genius and the best one and there's probably someone somewhere in their room making a burner twitter account crunching numbers all day trying to be the best gambler they are but whole time they're just kind of average and have a great personality they can do exactly what you do but they just focus on being the best um i actually have a quick question though how long have you been in vegas for how long have i been in vegas yeah we just moved here uh like literally december 1st damn because i was all right so i mean you might have when i was gonna say when you how long for like the time you've been there I always like picture Vegas, like the casinos and the sports books as like some crazy shit going on. There's these old heads over here chain smoking, throwing like a hundred views on the game, freaking the fuck out. Like, have you seen anything like crazy story worthy in your time in Vegas so far? During my time here so far, not really. Uh, I mean, I've, I've gone to Vegas many times. I've seen some crazy shit, uh, but I mean, really, since we moved here, we've just been grinding. Uh, I haven't gone to the strip much, surprisingly. Uh, we live about 20 minutes off the strip, mm -hmm. which is like, it's so nice, calm, relaxing. And there's a very nice casino. It's called the Red Rock, uh, right down the road. Well, I saw the TikTok. And you had the whole, they, they gave you that whole suite. I saw that. I yeah. don't know. That was yeah. unbelievable. Unreal. That was probably like the coolest experience for me ever. Uh, I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> But, uh, but that's like my fucking station, dude. I'm always there. Uh, and it's just off the strip. There's like, like nice people, like no like crackheads or anything. It's just like a, a good vibe, very clean. Uh, and so that's where I'm literally sweating out all the time. Uh, but, but now that we're all getting settled in here more, uh, we just got some new furniture and shit we got to set up, go. but it's really, really starting to come together. Do they know you at all in the casinos there? You get a little bit of a VIP amenities, some free drinks or something, $50 free bets or something. What's going on in there? <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like, wouldn't they, wouldn't they know? Like, yeah, just, they got to like, know, you know, you're bigger on TikTok, So they would know We're surgical worldwide. Really? Like, oh dude, when I'm, when I'm in the casino, I've got people coming up to me like a lot more that's than so I expected. Sick, that's awesome. Dude, that's so, it's insane. That's so cool. So you at the gas station last night, like some kid. No, uh, <laughs> dude, yeah. Do you like, like that? Like, like I'm pumping gas. I'm on a date. Like, yo, we hit the fucking surgical. Yeah, like, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Crazy story was uh, 
every year of my life I've been in Oklahoma city for Christmas. Cause that's just where like my whole other side of my family's from. And we go to a thunder game every Christmas, but now they suck. So they don't play on Christmas, but they play the day after. And so we went, uh, this year and I I'm walking in the stadium with my family and I'm like, guys, like I wouldn't be shocked if someone comes up to me and, and asks for a picture and they're like, oh, Trent, you have such a big head now. Like, we're in, all right, we're in Oklahoma City. Like, no one's coming up to you. You can't even gamble in the state. Like, I'm just like, all right, over, under, set at 0.5 right now. <laughs> Everyone's like, under, under, under. I shit you not. We walk through the security, and there's three kids who saw me from afar just waiting for me to get through the door. And they want my picture. And I was like, oh I told you. God, so, so I take sick. a picture and then we go sit down at my chair. Seven fucking kids come up Damn. at our seats, ask for a photo in Oklahoma City. Dude. It was like, well, what? you also had six seats that game. I think I saw some of those TikToks. Yes, there. yes, you yes. Like my family down low and down yeah, close. Sick so. All right. <laughs> yeah. So let's bring this to um, this weekend and your picks for this weekend. Right. So we have the division around this weekend. We obviously saw what happened with Kyler Murray looking so shitty last night rams d-line looks on fire von miller looked great last night um i was before this game i was like i'm hammering bucks regardless of if the if the cardinals go there if the rams go there Uh, i don't really give a shit i don't know about that after i saw the game yesterday i'm like there's no way tom brady is going to be able to survive that defensive line so what are you looking at this weekend not just the nfc but but the afc as well uh, I just found out maybe 10 minutes before this stream that uh, I'm going to be in attendance for that game. Nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Okay. And I, I literally had the exact same mindset that you just said. I was like, how can you bet against a goat? Can't do that. He's winning at home. But then I saw the game last night. I'm like, okay, shit, dude. He's going to get killed. I, uh, yeah. He's going to get killed. I think it's time to load up. I know. So I like the Rams. I haven't even told anyone my surgical. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Trent. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm give it give to it me. out right here. So uh, I got to go Rams money line. And then so sure. now I have to bring it to the Chiefs as well because last year, remember the AFC Championship game? And these are, these are you know, we've been looking at like what they're sharp see. So the example that I'll bring here is, you know, when, when the Cardinals and the Cowboys played at AT&T Stadium, right? Now, the sharp line and the sharp, like, point that I was that I saw was going into that game, Kyler Murray was 8-0 at AT&T Stadium across high school and college, right? So when you see those, mm-hmm. like, we're not sharps at all in any way, shape, or form, but those are the things that I'm like, dude, some sharp would put that out there and be like, so what are you going to do? You're going to take them to go 9-0, and right? So for this Kansas City and Buffalo game, last year, you remember that iconic picture at the end of the game, Stefan Diggs is on the right side of the field watching everything happen and watching the ceremony of, of the AFC championship happen, right? The banners and all that. So they asked him, like, why did you do that? And he was like, well, everyone was gone. Stadium was was relatively clear. There was only some loyal fans in there. But I just wanted to make sure that I knew what that feeling was so then it would never happen again. Literally, we're one year later. Sure, it's only the divisional game, but it's back at our head. They're going to be wearing the same jersey, same everything. Is that like the sharp point that we look at to be like Bill's money line? Fuck it. Arrowhead is the toughest place to play in all <laughs> the land. All of the land, dude. I don't know how you could fade the goat, mini goat in yeah. Patrick Mahomes 
and and not take the Chiefs here. I'm sorry. I just I know I have I, to I was take saying Chiefs too, but then I like saw this and I thought about it last night because I saw that picture again. I'm like, I literally remember this happening. I remember exactly what he said. Oh I yeah. How I can't take the Bills. Like even even though I like I see the Chiefs doing it, I see them going back. I just I don't know how I can't like that. Shark I would love thing. to see the Bills win. Like it would be really really great story. I like Diggs. I like the Bills. I like Josh Allen. I just can't put my money against against the Chiefs. They got too many weapons. I know the defense is a little sus, but it's been getting better. Uh, it's just playing at Arrowhead, dude, is a difference maker for right. me. Well, I mean, I'm I, and then on that other side of the spectrum, there, like, I don't know how you even regardless that Derrick Henry's there, I don't know how you can't put something on Bengals money line, regardless no. of like I'm a I'm a huge Burrow guy, and like you know it's been coming out more and more as I'm getting shit on on that stupid TikTok <laughs> app. I'm huge on Joe Burrow. I cannot see myself not taking Bengals money line. I can't. I don't know why. Dude, I'm in the same boat as you. This game, honestly, I can't make a confidence, confident decision yet uh, because I'm so torn. Titans will steal your coins, but they're also fucking frauds too. Exactly. Tannehill, uh, don't, fraud. don't bet against them and don't bet for them. A classic team, a classic <laughs> yeah. example right there. Uh, yeah, honestly, the best bet in this one is probably no bet, but... I mean, I, dude, the Bengals, bro, they might be the, the real deal. Like, I don't hate Bengals money line. I don't see them getting past either Kansas City or Buffalo, but like that would be sick to see Joey be in an AFC Championship game, especially for that oh. franchise that after last week they hadn't won a playoff game in thirty-one fucking years. Like that's just yeah, insane. crazy. And then you know, obviously the last one here is how many times have we said in the past ten years the 49ers are playing Green Bay and Lambeau? Right, like this brings me back to the Colin Kaepernick days of watching yep. him run all over the field in frigid Lambo. How many times have we said that in the last ten years? Are you <laughs> yeah. gonna look to just hammer Aaron Rodgers? I mean, personally, I want Aaron Rodgers to win the Super Bowl, but is this an easy like whatever the spread is? I don't even know what the spread is, but like I don't know how many points I can, you know. I think, Dude, I think it's six and a half, six and, and a half. Uh, I think Jimmy G is a potential non. Uh, yeah, it might he's be. Not gonna play, it might be the Lance, the Lance day. Like I just, I don't know how many points I can give, you know, the Packers to go cover that. Like I just don't. But like the money line is no bet unless you put it in your surgical, right? I mean, yeah, no, you got to put it in a parlay for sure. You don't take minus three hundreds straight right. up. <laughs> right, but right. Uh, but I got to roll with Rodgers here. Uh, I have him to win the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. That's Ooh, my prediction. Okay. Yeah. And has yeah. that been? Is that have you had that riding for a while or? Like I call I I made a video about it. It's pinned on my TikTok. I'm leaving it pinned. Yeah, until, you are. Yeah, you are. Uh, but I I made that prediction like a week and a half ago. Oh my god. So man. coming into the future, like you said, you're you're about to head to the game. Like, can we see Trent at the Super Bowl? Can we see Trent at the finals, Final Four? Are there any trips you got booked for the future? Anything you looking to do come up in the coming year? Oh yes, dude. I'm about to I'm about to announce a partnership. I'm really excited about. Uh, with a company called Game Day. That's okay. basically going to have me uh, hosting some shows across the country at a bunch of different sporting events, one of them being in Tampa Bay this weekend. So yeah, stay, stay tuned. But yes, there will be a lot of <laughs> lot of me on the road. Yeah, we can't wait to see it. We can't wait to see what the, what the future holds for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really Facts. appreciate this. We're going to be fresh off a surgical stream, fresh, fresh off a plus a thousand hit coming right. in for the boys. Fresh we off everything. You. We appreciate you so, so much. And, and we hope to talk to you real soon. Thank you, buddy. Of course. Thanks, gentlemen. Good uh, luck. That was Thank you, man. Deep.
Wow, dude. dude like, because you just realize, like, these people are just regular fucking humans. Like, right. Every time right. you talk to, like, a Guys, bitch. sorry about my mic, friend. Yeah, um, I'm about to say, what the fuck happened with that? Let me try to fix this before we wrap this up. What happened with that? I mean, I felt... I'm, I just I'm felt, literally asking the question, the next thing I... It, it happened to us one time, and just, doom, playing around with this shit. But yeah, nah, it's, like, it's... I don't know how it happened, but, like, I just... I, I didn't want to spend more time, like, fixing it, because right. he was, like, mid-question, or you were mid-question, and I could tell, like, when he was ready to, like, speak, he was, like... Maybe a little bit thrown off guard. I don't really care that we're still filming. Like, no, nah, it's just because like, this is just that, like, like, we're breaking it down. This dude's talking about he's going to OKC, getting pictures taken with people. He's I just felt like he was more focused on like what it looked you like. Got, on his I mean, view. You, got, you guys had the problem. same fixing. fucking. Ma- yeah, wait, how fucking clean was his camera work? Yeah, the did lighting, you see the, lo- the, the lighting? Well, I was like, yo, yeah. your camera's better than anything we fucking touched. I like, we're, we're gonna have to be in, in close that, contact. Now that is DSLR, and it's that full. That is DSLR. That is DSLR. That's a team. That's all that. Yeah, bro, that's a team, right? Like he has that all. Um, but you know, I just felt like he was paying more attention to me trying to fix this, as I'm sure you guys yeah, are I right felt, now. I felt so bad. I was, and just I was like, like yeah. dude, like, fuck, I'm just gonna hold it. But like, I don't, I can't wait to see the comments. Are like, oh, well, they're shitty, bro, because their right. mic fucking fell this off. This is what you off. get like, for on a random fucking suck, podcast. Bro. This is what happened. Like, I was just Trent, hoping that he didn't just... like come back to, you know, he didn't just get off that and then be like, bro, his fucking mic fell off. Like, dude, right, your ass. Like, right. you know what I mean? That's the things that I was worrying yeah, about. Yeah, we'll fucking see. Yeah, we'll see. But like, you know. We're gonna abuse. We're gonna abuse some of these um these clips, right? Um, these clips on TikTok and all that kind of stuff. We hope you guys really enjoyed this one. Um, it was a little bit on the shorter side, but you know we're so happy to find guests like this. He's someone so different, and for for like you know he used the term OGs first for our OGs in here that have seen us grab guys like that are prime on gambling Twitter. Here we go. It's fixed. Like, um, you know, El Capitan, Bo, Kenny, Marcus, you know, all these, you know, uh, Jerry, I don't even, you know, uh, Prop Holiday, the list goes on, right? This is a guy that's completely different. Facts. So, like, to have somebody like this is super cool. So, if you want to follow us on all our social media platforms, at ADED Podcast on Twitter, at ADED Pod on Instagram, TikTok is the All Day Everyday Show. If you guys have made it this far, you, you heard him say... That we should be doing more personal accounts. I think our account's doing pretty damn good on there. Right? I mean, it's Trent, listed as a Trent's, pro- Trent's career is a full thing of just trial and error, bro. So that's, that's right, and mean. that's what I mean. this industry is in itself, right? If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can scroll to the bottom, give us that five star rating, and if you feel like uh, writing a little, a little description, a little rating, then um, you know, always feel free to do so. We are so appreciative of the people that we have met in this space. And we can't wait to keep moving. So thank you guys so, so much. And geez, it's just another day in the office with the boys. Trent, thanks so much, buddy. We appreciate you. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs, but you can call me All Day AJ. See you boys whenever the hell we see you. I love you, Trent.